chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of Loose Lug Nuts, the NASCAR podcast by the average fan for the average fan. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside my partner, Thomas Dick. And Thomas, we got a range-shortened Xfinity race at Talladega this week on Saturday, but then we made up for it with a pretty exciting Sunday race. Before we get into both races, your overall thoughts on the weekend. It was, uh, I mean, you pretty much recapped it. Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to mention maybe uh, that guy at Bristol that wants to put the roof on it, maybe he ships some money over to uh, to Talladega that he can put some lights up. We can get a full, uh, full race in. Yeah. I will say the, the good thing about not having the lights at Talladega, though, is that the race started a little bit earlier and got over a little bit earlier. So I, I appreciated that aspect of it. Yeah, it reminds me of my days uh, working at uh, the Mouth Monmouth University. We didn't have any lights, so all our stuff ended by 5. I was enjoying a course banquet by 5.04. Right, and you're enjoying one right now. All right, so let's get into the uh, Saturday's Xfinity race. In the first stage, it was Daniel Hemrick and Austin Sendrick uh, early on, but then Gregson and the Chevys got the inside lane working. Yeah, it was a... Uh... It was a classic uh, two-lane uh, uh, Talladega run for most of the uh, beginning there, and and they they the, it would alternate which lane was working, and then uh, you know finally with four laps to go, some people decided to go three wide, and that sort of shuffled the deck. Sort of had an exciting end of the uh, the first stage. Yeah, Justin Haley came away with uh, the stage win. Uh, Jeb Burton was second. Third was Noah Gregson. Fourth was Austin Sendrick. Uh, fifth, Harrison Burton. No real surprises in the top 10. Uh, Brandon Jones was eighth. Justin Allgaier, 10th. Daniel Hemrick, seventh. So we saw a lot of familiar faces in the top 10 after stage one. Yeah, and uh, I got some information at the end of stage one that I could have used three days ago. Uh, they, uh, I don't know if uh, uh, who was up there, Tyler Reddick. One of the guys up there mentioned that uh, – Justin Haley was in a new car and he was not in the car that he won the three consecutive super speedway races in. Um, if you ever go to the horse races, first time the horses on Lasix, they put that little L with a circle around it. I think uh, if they're driving in the car, they didn't win three straight races in maybe a something with a circle around it. You know, uh, let me know. Made you look like an idiot. Yeah, that and rain did. Cause I think he would have won. That did not rain, but. Mother Nature was on your side. Yeah. All right. Well, in the second stage, it was the colleague uh, racing cars and Cendric, the first 12 to 13 laps. And then we uh, started seeing Ty Dillon and uh, Hemrick get into the fray with 10 laps to go. Yeah. And you could tell, like, towards the end of that stage that, you know, their, their crew chiefs were telling them uh, rain might be on the way because they were battling uh, tooth and nail, sort of like you see at the end of the race rather than the end of the stage. And then we kind of alluded to this uh, in the preview and how much the draft would affect Austin Sendrick. And with these cars, knowing that uh, the, the weather was coming and the end of the race might be in doubt, we saw two teammates uh, link up and pass Sendrick uh, near the end of stage two with Allgaier pushing Gregson. And Gregson was able to pull away with the stage win. Uh, Gregson getting much needed uh, uh, 
playoff points for when that playoff comes. He got much needed points, you know, because he, he doesn't have a win yet. Does he get one at Talladega? We'll find out here in about two minutes. But uh, yes, yeah, I mean, at, at stage two, Noah Gregson came away with the victory. Allgaier was second. Austin Sendrick was third. Fourth was Brandon Jones. And then Ty Dillon uh, rounded out the top five at the end of stage two. As we got into the final stage, uh, Josh Berry uh, was running second, but then uh, a tire went down for him. Uh, and so he goes a lap down before the weather came and you could start to see that weather with about 34 laps left. Well, and it was unfortunate for him because uh, he not really struggled. He just had a rough time in the first two stages. And he even mentioned over the, uh, whatever the hell they called it intercom that uh, he, it was nothing like Daytona. Like he went into it thinking it was going to be just like the Daytona and it wasn't. And by the time he figured it out, you know, you could see he, he the, the switch flipped. He flipped the switch, and then uh, he was running second before that tire issue. So he, he was looking. You picked him to win. I'm willing to give you that one. I think he would have won. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Or no, you said the dash for the cash. He would have won the dash. Yeah, for the cash. yeah, yeah. Which you think there's no real dash for the cash, more like slack for greenbacks. Yeah, I mean, to me – you need to finish a race to win that money. You know, I, it's not in the rules now, so you can't do it, but I say that money should flip to the next race. Okay. But that's just me. But I'm I mean, sure it was driver, an official race. It wasn't. I'm sure, I'm sure the driver one will say boo. And the three that lost will say, yeah, Thomas <laughs> is the smartest man alive. But Gregson did end up winning the dash for the cash $100,000 bonus. And he won the previous one. Is that correct? Yeah, so he now has $200,000. He's going to make it rain at the car shop. Yeah. So Jeb Burton, my pick, came away with the victory. He finished uh, first, followed by Austin Sendrick. A.J. Allmendinger finished third. Riley Herbst fourth. Ryan Sieg fifth. Noah Gregson sixth. Brandon Brown seventh. Justin Haley, Myatt Snyder, and Harrison Burton rounded out the top ten. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh like you forget how big that track is until they show the one part of the track, there's no rain. They show the other part of the track and it looked like Armageddon. You had people running to try to save their, uh, the little pup tents or whatever. And yeah, um, it was sad because I wanted to see her run the completion, but you know, no lights at Talladega. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it is the electric it is. bill would be pretty high for yeah. Yeah, that, that amount of thingy, but two and a half miles. But, yeah, don't spend the money on the roof, and, and you got it. So Austin Sendrick, uh, he finished second, but he finished with the most points. He finished with 50. Jeb Burton scored 49, and Noah Gregson had 49 as well. They dominated the points, and they were the only ones to score uh, over 40. Yeah, solid days for them. Uh, you know, none of them really need the points a whole bunch, but it's nice to have in your back pocket. Um Solid finishes for Riley Herbst. He finished fourth. Ryan Sieg finished fifth. Brandon Brown finished seventh. Uh, those were guys that were all, uh, they're scuffling back there trying to get into that 12th spot. And then uh, we had some other notables. Tommy Joe Martins finished 11th. Our main man, the intimidator, Timmy Hill finished 13th. Colin Garrett, who's in the uh, Sam Hunt car that uh, Santino Ferrucci's raced in the past, finished 15th. What a burger. David Starr, 16th, Natalie Decker, 24th. 
And then another two that we thought was interesting, Joe Graff and Greg Galding, who uh, wrestled last week uh, or their last race, ironically finished 33rd and 34th. Yeah, and it's funny because last week they were each talking smack about the other ones uh, not being strong drivers, and then they finished one place apart in 33rd and 34th. Um, uh, just race, you know. And I think Al Davis said that, just race, baby. <laughs> and then uh, Ty Dillon finished behind them in 35th, and he's the only one that hasn't done well in the 54 car this year. Yeah, anyone they put in there, you know, uh, Martin Truex did well, Ty Gibbs did well, Ty Dillon hasn't done well. And it's been bad luck. I mean, he, he was running okay. I, I think you mentioned him at the end of the one stage he was up there. Um, yeah, just bad luck, Chuck. Some uh, notable points, uh, movements. Michael Annette, who had been trending upward, drops two spots. Uh, Brandon Brown moves into the nail-biting 12th spot with Riley Herbst, 15 points behind, and then some big movers. Uh, Tommy Joe Martin, who we mentioned, moved up three spots to 15th, and he's 51 points behind the cutoff. Ryan Sieg moved up three, spo- three spots. Uh, both of those guys need some top 10 finishes and some stage points. Yeah, I mean, it's something to build on, uh, moving in the right direction. But, I mean, they got behind uh, very far, very quickly in the season. So, I mean, now's the time to start digging. So, as we look at the point standings, after eight races in the Xfinity Series, Austin Sendrick is in first, uh, Daniel Hemrick in second. He's 59 points behind Sendrick. Harrison Burton third, Jeb Burton fourth, Justin Haley fifth, Almondinger sixth. Mike Snyder, seventh, Jeremy Clements, Justin Allgaier, and Noah Gregson in uh, round out the top 10. And then Brandon Jones, Brandon Brown in 11th and 12th. So got some uh, guys that picked up some wins that look like they could be in, but a lot of work needed to be done before we hit the home stretch. To me, one of the most notable things about the race was at the end, Jeb's doing the high fives and that first person to come up to talk to him. AJ Allmendinger, it just shows you what college racing's got that teamwork going. And that's going to be interesting because right now I think they sit four, five, six. Yep. So if that final race, if one of those cars get in with the three that are in the top three, it'll just be interesting to see the teamwork. Because I, to me, mentally, I think they work better as a team than uh, JR Motorsports guys do. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the leader, we mentioned this in the preview and mentioned it earlier in this episode as well, Austin Sendrick, no teammates, so that could come into effect. But Sendrick right now in first place, he's got two race wins and four stage wins, and that leads uh, all drivers in the Xfinity Series. In Sunday's Cup race, it didn't even begin before we had some uh, drama unfold. And that was, the there was five Toyotas, the four Joe Gibbs racing cars, and Bubba Wallace. All of them, except for Kyle Busch, had to drop to the rear due to unapproved adjustments. And I'm not even going to pretend to know what the hell an A-frame is, but there was something wrong with that, and it has something to do with the windshield. But they started out from the back, and it didn't take long for them to get to the front. We'll talk about that later. But it's just one of those things, man, where they're just walking down pit road, and they're like, the oh, no. Shady ass, the shady ass. Uh, you know, to me, once you – Pass race inspection, if you haven't fidgeted with the car, which it didn't sound like they did. Maybe they did. But to me, once you pass inspection, you pass inspection, and there shouldn't be the shady, hey, I just noticed something. Hey, look at this. I didn't put it there. Wink, wink. But, I mean, 
the other thing that I noticed pre-race and it confused the shit out of me and luckily he wasn't in the race long to keep confusing me but Logano was in the same paint scheme as we've seen Brad Keselowski in the whole time I thought it was Keselowski because Keselowski was in another weird paint scheme that he's not usually in and so I was confused the whole time I don't know if wow. you and you laughed you at me that. last week when I was confused by the, the red and white uh, or red and yellow 21 car with the blue and white 21 on the uh, position pylon yeah. you laughed at me and you pointed and you laughed and you said I wasn't very smart I could well, tell Logano and Kozlowski apart I could not so as the race began uh, Kyle Larson pulled uh, Justin Haley from last week at Richmond and only lasted about two laps uh, before he had to take his car back to the garage yeah apparently there's something they they I would have to hear the explanation something in there they put in the in the car like engine section to help in transportation i guess the so shit doesn't jostle around as much or whatnot is what i imagine no one removed whatever this item is i got two questions a who gets fired but this seems like something fireable and you know he's lucky this race he was sponsored by hendrick cars or whatever so his race is team owner was basically sponsoring but if it was an outside sponsor like freightliner i'd be like can i get my money back this week because we didn't get two laps in because of what second thing hey mr toyota development guy um would he have figured this out on this race simulator you're talking about having instead of practice um there's three different times i thought of mr toyota development guy and i'm gonna bring him up each time yeah, you're coming in hot after Mr. Toyota guy, and I I like that a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, come on. You're telling me they don't need practice on the, the actual track when they get there. Uh, I See, I don't know if it would have saved his engine because he didn't run many laps at full tilt yeah. before the thing blew up, but they would have had time to fix it. Yeah, so Kyle If Larson... he would have just had practice, you know, your engine doesn't blow up because the part's not getting removed in the race simulator unless you enter that in the little thingy at the beginning. So Kyle Larson lasted three laps uh, and finished in last place. Bubba Wallace started the race in 40th, again, after failing inspection. It took him eight laps to get into the top five and 12 laps to take the lead, which he held for three laps. That's pretty damn impressive. He was flying. He was flying the whole race, and it sort of, we'll get into it at the end, sort of makes his finish disappointing. Yeah, I'm coming at Mr. Toyota development guy again, because he mentioned they uh, they talked to him during one of his stage he, after he won the stage. And he mentioned that he was having trouble with his mirrors. Like sometimes he uh, he couldn't see somewhere and Clint Boyer's like, yeah, that's a makes practice important because during practice, you can align your mirrors. Um, hey, Mr. Toyota development guy. Um could he adjust his mirrors in the race simulator? Well, then, so they started talking about the mirrors, and they said that Brad Keselowski went to the Penske shop uh, during the week and sat in the car and worked on his mirrors, and they said he never goes into the shop during the week. Mirrors are important. They, I mean, they were talking about it. They said they look through their mirror about 80% of the race. And then you caught this. I need to go back and watch this. 
maybe a little scuffle between uh, Mike Joy and Larry Mack. Well, he didn't. He didn't actually say the words I typed. Oh, well, well, well. but he sort of scoffed him. But go on. Well, you t- you say it. you're the okay. One. Lab lab eighteen. Larry Mack makes a brilliant observation about two of the drivers. Mike Joy basically treats them like Cody Ware and just, I didn't hear a word you said. You're not important to me. Goes to a commercial. And then they come back from commercial. And I'm thinking they're clearly they're going to go back to what Larry Mack said. No, Mike Joy went and totally some, maybe his headset didn't work or maybe there was some communication error. But to me, it was just Mike Joy taking a dump on Larry Mack, which I'm team Larry Mack on that one. So we get to the uh, competition caution on lap 25 or 26. I can't remember. Uh, And all Joe Gibbs cars are in the top five. But the one thing is Harrison Burton, who was making his cup debut, just took the gas can with him from the uh, pit stall and he had to serve a penalty. And that was the first of many that we would start to see. Yeah. Memorable first pit ever for him at at a cup race. You know, (laughs) he took that thing. He didn't just take a little bit out of the way. He took it all the way out of the way. And then it was basically a, a choose rule cone in the middle of the pit land, pit road. There was cars going left and right and left and right. And it reminds me back in the day, I used to fill up uh, rental cars at Hertz um, to pay for college. At least three times in my three years, I left with the gas thingy still in a rental car. And luckily those things snap off and, uh, I didn't burn the place down, but I, you know, I've been there before Harrison, you know, you're in a hurry. You don't have time to go back and take the gas thing out. Cause you got to hit that. You know, the union had this limit you had to get to, and I had to get to that limit. And I was like, there was no pit road speed for me. <laughs> so we get to, there's about three, two or three laps left to go in stage one. And we have our first quote unquote, big one. And it involved some guys up near the lead. Danny Hamlin got sandwiched by Recky Stenhouse Jr. <laughs> and got and uh, Hamlin got turned into Logano. Logano goes flying, suffered major damage, was landed on the top of his car after almost landing on Bubba Wallace's car. And if you haven't seen the in-car uh, footage from Bubba Wallace, uh, I don't know how he didn't shit his pants. He made a joke saying that his underwear was in worse shape than his car was. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, it reminded me, you, I know you haven't seen this movie, Probably Twister. You ever see the movie Twister? Yeah, I've seen Twister. Oh my God, you've seen a movie. Yeah. I would, you know, after, after Kozlowski's car went by Bubba Wallace, I was expecting a flying cow. Hey, and then I was it expecting. Was, it was Logano. So you got confused by his paint scheme too. <laughs> move you're fired but then uh you know i imagine uh logano flying by and then a flying cow and then bubbo getting out of the car and then helen hunts just running around the whole time in a wet shirt that's all you remember from the movie is a cow flying and helen Hunt. yeah pretty much and either bill pullman or bill who's that other bill i get the two paxton and pullman mix up pullman mixed up but you know, our viewers are tallest on Instagram, which Bill was in Twister. So, and then at the end of the stage, it causes a caution, or the caution ends the stage, and none other than our boy, Matty D, Matt Benedetto, gets his first career stage win, and you got to think Bernice was smiling down on Talladega. Dude, I was so fired up. I, like, like I was at the baseball stadium watching it, and I'm a, uh, 
like I'm looking up to see what Dairy Queen is closest to the stadium. Like, so I can, if you want, I can get that ice cream cake. And, you know, I know which one's closest now, but uh, Martin Truex, oh, <laughs> Marty, 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 Marty. He got caught speeding for the 42,069th time. If I'm Marty, like I'm getting Marty a speedometer. You can claim that RPM calculation thing works, but come on. What you're doing ain't working. What you're doing is not working. And again, that's where we could use some practice, Mr. Toyota guy. Yeah. Those guys getting work on the thing. Well, and the thing that that, uh, Bobby Hilden mentioned, a lot of it too, um, just the braking. They don't have brakes and We'll talk about uh, your guy, Denny Hamlin, was coming in hair on fire, and he couldn't get his brakes to work. He might have been going twice the laps or the pit road speed. He might have been going 110 when he was supposed to be going 55. Well, we'll get into that, too. We'll we'll get into it in a second. At the end of stage one, Matt Benedetto won. Uh, In second was Ryan Blaney. Third was Chase Elliott. Fourth, Denny Hamlin. Fifth, William Byron. Sixth was Chris Buescher. Uh, seventh was Alex Bowman. Uh, eighth was Michael McDowell. Ninth was Kevin Harvick in that beautiful Bush dog brew Ford. And in tenth was Christopher Bell. So let's transition into stage two. We get to the green flag uh, pit stops. And as you mentioned, Denny Hamlin came in hot. And it looked like he didn't want to come in and pit because he came in late. And then he just could not get the brakes warmed up or anything. And he entered... Yeah, I, I don't know if there's because all the other Toyota guys were coming in, but he came in at about 110, and then he got the rare double whammy. <laughs> how do you how do you get a pit road speed penalty when you're coming in to serve your pit road speed penalty? I don't get it. I so so Denny went a lap down, and then we get to again about three or four laps left in stage two. Bubba was winning at this point and he kept blocking Denny and Denny was trying to get Denny was in the free path spot, but he was trying to get on the lead lap so that he didn't have to serve the, or, you know, get the free pass. He could pit with everybody else, yeah. but Bubba kept blocking him. And then Hamlin Truex and the Hendrick cars of Byron Bowman and Elliot all got involved uh, to end the stage. So Bubba gets his first career stage win. But his owner's got to be pretty pissed off at him. Yeah, I mean, you're not on the same team, but he owns, owns your effing car, man. <laughs> Let him go. And, like, it wasn't like I, – I it's hard to just let one car through. That's the part of the issue. But, yeah, it uh, – like, at the time, I'm like, oh, my God, he's not going to get his lap back, but that's okay. But then seconds later, Hamlin gets him. Pretty much ends his day. Well, and I, so here's where I was pretty impressed. Bubba Wallace had a very good car all or in the first stage. We saw that as he got from 40th to first in about 12 laps. Then he suffered some minor damage uh, after Logano's car landed on him. But he was up there at the front. He wins stage two. Keselowski, who wasn't even a factor in stage one, finished second. McDowell, who had a very good race, finished third. Uh, fourth was Kyle Bush. Fifth, Ryan Priest, my guy, my long shot. He looked pretty good. He led for a couple laps. Sixth was Ryan Blaney. Seventh, Chris Busher. Eighth, Recky Stenhouse Jr. 
Uh, ninth was Christopher Bell, and tenth was Harrison Burton, who had a nice uh, stage two to get those uh, like top ten in stage two. He didn't get any points, but uh, nice effort by him. I mean, you keep crapping on my long shot. I, I'm not a big fan of that. Well, maybe if he didn't cause a wreck at stage one. Uh, he didn't, he didn't. It's All a right, track, so man. It's super speedway racing. Yeah, it's just super speedway racing. So we get to stage three, and I'm going to be honest, stage three, you could tell that guys were just biding their time. You know, from the start of stage three to when they got to green flag uh, pit stops, it was pretty much single file race and not a lot of guys. You saw some uh, shifting back and forth. Um, but nothing too crazy. But then we get down to the nitty gritty and we get, we get a caution and Kyle Bush and Bubba Wallace right before OT finally decide to pit, but they didn't pit before with some other cars. Yeah. And it was like, it, I didn't understand it because you knew it was going to go to three wide racing. So I don't think tires at that point, you got too many people blocking you for the tires to do anything. Bush drops from 14th to 25th on the pit. Wallace or fourth, yeah, 14th to 24th. Wallace drops from 17th to 25th. They finish 18th and 19th, so they lost one, lost four spots, one lost two. Um, just questionable with only two laps, only five miles. I just didn't get my in only, it. The only rationale would be thinking that there's going to be two overtimes. That could be, or they thought more people were coming. Cause you got to commit sort of early. Um, Cause it is surprising a couple more people behind them didn't, but they're probably like, look at those two morons. <laughs> so we go into overtime after Martin Truex Jr. Suffers a flat tire and uh, called out the caution. So the top 10 Matt De- going into overtime, Matt De Benedetto was in first hands up finishing fifth. Ryan Blaney was second hands up finishing ninth. Keselowski was in third heading into overtime. He came away with the victory. Harvick started in fourth, finished fourth. Michael McDowell uh, started fish, fifth, finished third. Chris Buescher, who had a great day, uh, two top ten finishes in the first two stages, he got put into the wall uh, right after turn four, I believe. He ended up finishing 21st. Burton, he was seventh, and he dropped like an anchor. Uh, he finished 20th. Daniel Suarez was eighth before uh, the OT and finished 23rd. Uh, William Byron, ninth, and he ended up finishing second. And Cole Custer, 10th and 10th. It just makes you realize how useless the first 188 laps were. I mean, that's the thing, but like we know that that's going to happen. And the, yeah. and the interesting thing when I was watching the Xfinity race is Logano was up in the booth and he was like, it's basically 50 50. You're either going to get involved in the big one or you're going to wreck at the very end. Yeah, and well, they interviewed Kozlowski, too, before the race started. And he's like, there's no way I want to be the first car going in the last lap um, because you're pretty much a, a, what is it, a sitting duck? I was going to say a duck out of water, but that's just a flying duck, fish out of water. You're some sort of animal in a precarious position. So Matty D was in first, and I started thinking, all right, this is the time. You were looking up Dairy Queen restaurants. And he was down on the bottom because there's no choose rule at the super speedways in the road courses. But he started at the bottom and then saw, I think, believe it was Blaney up at the top and they got a big run. So he goes up top and then the high, uh, the high line just stalled out and Keselowski just blew right past him. Yeah, it would have been nice for him to have another Wood brother up there. 
to help him out. Maybe yeah. a Wood brother and a, a 12 car or a 22 car, some sort of relative teammate. Um, it was so sad. I had a friend of the program, David Barno, uh, texting me. Uh, he's like, uh, Wood Brothers, 100%, get the cake, whatever. And then we sent sad emojis back and forth. <laughs> Might have been a poop emoji in there. Um, but yeah, he, uh, and it's counterintuitive because he, like, he had a good run going into the last lap. And at most tracks, you're like, I'm going balls to the wall. I'm going to, you know, I got one lap left. I'm going to win this thing. Well, at Talladega, you get two cars behind you connected and they'll blow right by you. And that's what happened. Uh, he gave too much room. Kozlowski got the push for McDowell and Harvick and they just, they were an unstoppable rebel force at that point. And it, like the chaos at the end, we've always seen it at the super speedways, but it was about the last half mile. William Byron uh, f- ends up finishing second and Kaz Grala making a, was a colleague, right? Yeah. Uh, he finished, he was in 14th and moved all the way to sixth uh, to get them a top 10 finish. So pretty chaotic, but uh, I mean, I loved everything about this race. Uh, Michael McDowell, great performance, got 40 plus points. Matt DiBenedetto did the same thing. Uh, Keselowski with the win, Byron, McDowell, Harvick, DiBenedetto rounded out the top five. Uh, just good days all around for McDowell, who needed those extra points and needed a good run as he struggled the last couple of races. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be, they've gone heavy on uh, road courses. He's got to be lobbying to get some more super speedways in. So then uh, Cavs Grala finished sixth for college racing. And then uh, a special shout out. We've been down on him uh, lately, but Stuart Haas had one of their better days as Harvick finished fourth, Custer 10th, Briscoe right outside uh, the 11th. Good for him. We're now Chase Briscoe guys after interviewing Bobby Hillen. And then Eric Amarola battled some vibration early and he led a little bit and he finished in 15th. Oh, and it's funny because uh, Eric Amarola, who I picked, um you know why he had a vibration uh they forgot to do something right no well they they had a chip in this in the uh the splitter and i sort of feel like if they had practice they would have realized that they had a chip in the splitter but maybe they could have figured that out in the race simulator i don't know i'd have to talk to the toyota development guy well, they still had a good day. All four cars in the top 15. Bad luck, Chuck, though, for uh, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Ricky Stenhouse, Ricky Stenhouse, Kurt Busch, Alex Bowman, Joey Logano, and Kyle Larson. Yeah, just sad days all around for them. Uh, you know, some of them were running better races than others. Definitely Hamlin was running a great race. Uh, Kurt Busch running an okay race. Bowman was coming off that big win. Really hard to tell what Logano and or Kozlowski was doing early in the race. Uh, you mean Logano? When I was mocking you. Oh, I get it. Because you said they looked the same. It wasn't very funny. Anyhow, Kurt Busch drops three spots. He's now on the outside looking in. Like, he's probably the biggest name outside the playoffs at this point. Well, then, uh, just to wrap up the race, 35 lead changes among 17 drivers and nine different racers led 10-plus laps. Well, it's funny because I try to take notes while I'm watching the race and like who's winning what section of the race. And it was just so hard to follow because there was just somebody's up front and then someone else is up front. And then so, so that, I mean, it was fun racing watching. It was just super speedway racing. 
Yeah. And then uh, we always like looking at the uh, incident report. And uh, on this one, it said continued on the other side. There was so much stuff that was going on. Yeah, I didn't count. I lost count at 42,064. So I don't know how many there actually were. They might have got to 42,069, but yeah. And you know, uh, there was a loose lug nut infraction. Kyle Bush got, got dinged for $10,000. He's our loose lug nut of the day. We got to play like siren noises. So after 10 races, Denny Hamlin still the leader by 87 points without getting a win. He has st five stage wins, which leads the Cup Series. Martin Truex Jr. is in second. He's got two race wins. Third is Joey Logano. Fourth it was William Byron. Fifth, Ryan Blaney. Sixth, Brad Keselowski. Seven, eight, nine, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, and Kyle Larson. 10, 11, 12, Christopher Bell, Kyle Bush, Austin Dillon. 13th is Michael Dow, Alex Bowman, 14th, Recky Stenhouse Jr., 15th, and Chris Buescher in 16th to round out the playoffs. As of right now, sitting on the outside looking in, Matt Benedetto, Kurt Busch, Ryan Newman, Bubba Wallace. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, it's getting real at this point. Just want to reiterate, game of inches, top two finishers, Keselowski and uh, Byron. They both showed up on the incident report as bringing out cautions because they were in the fracas. Avoided the big damage, finished one, two. I mean, that's just game of inches, they say. They say that about baseball, football, but NASCAR. NASCAR, baby. So we head to Kansas for the Bushy McBush Race 400. That'll be on Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And I'm looking forward to it. I saw uh, Kevin Harvick going to be running the Bush Light for the Farmers paint scheme already. So I will go ahead and call dibs on that. Loving it. I, I want to give two shout outs. I forgot to, uh, first of all, failed to mention probably the greatest uh, driver start your engines of all time with tag team back again. I sent a clip to you. You didn't respond. You didn't find it as badass as I did. That's all right you're not as hip hop as I am. Second thing, want to give a shout out to 65 year old Dave Mater the third finished second at ARCA. He said he did it for all the old folks out there. And it got me to thinking, we talked to Bobby Hill and he said he is as in good a shape as any of those guys out there. I'm willing to take some of my stimmy money. I don't know if you want to take some of your stimmy money. Maybe we talk to hunt bros. Maybe we talk to eight ball. We need to get an ARCA car get Bobby Hillen in that, have him and David Mater, Dave Mater shoot it out with all these young bucks. We could, you know, you know how like golf has the senior tour. We could get a senior ARCA tour going. Well, no, I think those two, you know, I would take those two over the field, put oh. them in with the young guys and the 18 to 20 year olds, teach them a thing or two about uh, what racing's about. All right. I'm down with it. So Hun brothers, I know you, you look at our stuff on Instagram. I see it. You know, I see you stalking us. Give us a sponsorship. All we want is free gear. Maybe some free pizza every now and then. Yeah, you know. I will rock the shit out of some Hunt Brothers pizza, t-shirt, hat, whatever. Koozie. So if you're like Hunt Brothers pizza and you want to look at all of our stuff on Instagram, you can by following us on Lo at Loose Lug Nuts Podcast or on Twitter at Loose Lug Nuts Pod. Of course. Tell your friends. 
get them to listen. I like, we were just out at the soccer field. We got listeners out at the the footy pitch. Yeah. Give a shout out to our main man Kurt. He's still a couple episodes back, so when he hears this in a couple months, once he gets caught up, shout out to you, Kurt. So that will do it for this week's episode, Talladega Recap. We'll be back on Friday to preview Kansas Speedway and the Bushy McBush Race 400. And the weekend that lies ahead, we'll recap all the news that happens this week as well. We want to thank you all for listening. As we said, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe on uh, I apple podcast and spotify and also leave us a five-star review so we can get hunt brothers pizza to sponsor us thanks for listening everybody i'm driving out to north carolina this week maybe my half of the show will be a live remote from uh centrator racing we'll We'll see you guys on friday i grew up in texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain started running when I was 13 and won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strillin Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the